Guys, if you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and you want some more, you want this isn't enough. This is just a little hors d'oeuvre. You want them? You want a big beef? You want a big beefy main course? You want to stuff your mouth with my beef? Get yourselves on over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast. There's a bonus podcast every single week as well as additional podcast series. At the minute, we're balls deep into the Champions League of Weird. We're nearly done, thank goodness, so we can look at other stuff again because let's be totally honest about it. It's not my favourite thing in the world to do, but it's there if you want it. You get early access to gigs, amongst other things, and then bonus content on top of all of that. There's also a two-tier system for um, men. I'm only joking. There's a two-tier system. You can either pay four pounds and get everything, or two pounds and just get access to podcasts. Either way, get involved, get a Patreon, and support the podcast. Anything we make through Patreon goes back into the podcast. And at the moment, we're saving up to get me a, a camera so I can record other stuff better than what I do currently. So support the podcast. I appreciate you guys. And hopefully you can show me you appreciate me too. I'm the Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to the Sly Guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott. Back again, feeling good, feeling sweet. What a week it's been for me, by the way. Very eventful on a personal level. A lot of, a lot of, just... You know what? This was a week that made me just realise, hey, I'm an old man now. I'm an old dad guy, and that's what it is. There's no coming back. I've lived... I don't want to say I've lived half my life already, because hopefully I live older than, than 68. But if I don't, hey, fuck it. I'm over the hill anyway. I'm old, I'm grumpy, I'm set my ways, I'm not going to change. There are several things that happened this week that make me believe in that fully. First thing was my... My, I, I say my big daughter as if she's not three. She's three. I've got two. One's three. The other's not even one yet. Nearly one. Turning one. Becoming one soon. But in the meantime, my big one is three. And she went to preschool this week. The first time ever. And she got herself in her wee uniform and went off to preschool. Ben, you've got kids. They in, in school, preschool. Where are you, what, what ages are yours at now? School. One's like what, P4? Yep. And the other, let me guess, is she would probably be going to preschool next year, would it be? Or this year? Tomorrow. There, whoa, what about that tomorrow? That was, I was close. Because I was, I was in my head, I was like, she's she's younger than Holly. I mean, guessing P4 is good too, isn't it? That's impressive. So I would say their names, but I don't want to just give them out in the podcast in case, you know, weird people go and stalk them or whatever. But anyway, how does it feel to have kids at school? Do you like it? Is it buzzing? Do you, what, what's your emotions on it generally? Or not, you look like you're nonplussed. It's good to have them in school. Yeah, um, to educate or just to be out of your hair? A bit of both, but then to get yeah. out of your hair. Yeah, definitely. No, but for me, I don't know. I, again, this, this might be where... The podcast, where we fall out here, I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to give me an answer. Did you or did you not take photos of one or both of your kids standing at the front door of the house? Technically, mm-hmm. I didn't take the photograph. Okay, but do the, do the photos exist? Yeah. Why do people do that? Now, I must say, was it your wife that took the photos? Yeah. Mine did too, but I refuse to allow them to be posted on social media. You know why? Because... People put them. It's people put pictures of the kids standing outside the front door, first day at school, and it's cute. But who really wants to see it? You know who who wants to see other people keep it for yourself? You know maybe print it, put it up in your mantelpiece. 
what like who right have you let me ask you a question listeners ben everyone have you ever seen a photo <laughs> of someone else's kid at the front door before they go to school on facebook and gone to yourself oh i like that have you have you ever taken your little finger and gone over the post and gone i like that enough to actually give that a like have you ever gone mm, like that have you because that's what it is oh i like that and have you have you ever gone over it and have you ever gone oh i like that kid that child have you not 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 totally no well, you're, what is happening here is you're going over it. Because this is, people lose the fact of what, what Facebook and social media actually is. It is you going, I like that. Like. What's worse is people can actually now love it, which is even creepier. Facebook, you, like you go across, say there's a, one of your mates you're quite good friends with. You see a photo of their kid first day at school and you go, oh, I love that. That's a problem. But you know what another truthful matter is? See, when you put your kids on social media, nine times out of ten, your mates are looking at the photos going, by fuck, that's an ugly child. <laughs> look, at, look at the size of their head. It's big, big alien-looking freak standing there in a, in a blazer that's just too big because you're like, this will do two years. When you know the blazers... This is another thing. I sound like a Man United fan that's dyslexic. The blazers, the blazers are the problem. You buy a blazer, you have to buy another one the next year because the kids wreck them. When has a blazer ever lasted more than a year? Never. And that's the guys who make, they know it's smart. It's like the guys at Apple, whenever you use your phone after a wee while, they just start to break, so you have to buy a new one. The, the And it's weird, it's always old men and women who make the blazers and sell the blazers in, like old, in, in the school shops, you know? Like there used to be raids in Hollywood, just two old men from when I was a child until, you know, they shut, were just always 90, just making blazers, respect to the guys. But that's, that's the thing, they, they make the blazers, send you out in it, and they know you're making money. They're like, they're smart as the Apple guys, the school blazer guys. But a lot of people put photos of the kids going to school, and to be fair, you do think in your mind, you go, hmm, they're ugly. You know, that kid, that kid, when they're a kid, you know, before school, you look at them, you're like, they're cute, you know, you're wee babies, all sweet. But then they get to the stage, you're like, nah, they're ugly. And people are looking at your kids, judging them. They're looking at them, you know, they're either looking at them going, oh, they're gross, or they're going, I love that. And that's where it gets weird. Now, whenever I brought Holly to preschool, we went there, it was a full family affair. I was there, Catherine was there, you know, we were all there. The baby and the dog were in the car, but we'll not worry about that because some people probably have a problem. Can't leave your dog in a hot car. Can't leave your baby in a car. Yeah, guess what, fuckers? It's September. You can do whatever you want. You can leave them in the car, windows shut. You can turn the heat up for all I care. But anyway, we're going down. So whenever we're leaving her down to the preschool, right, obviously there's some COVID and just weird rules whereby you have to can only go down to one parent and then you have to go down. The parent's wearing a mask um, and... You head down, just give your kid over to the, the people and whatever. Now, what was weird about that? It said you had to wear a mask. So, obviously, you assume it would be COVID mask. There was a guy, just the clown from Slipknot was there. I know, I don't know what's going on there. Just weird behaviour. So, we're there. That's the worst joke I've ever made or the worst. I'm embarrassed. But anyway, we're going down through there. I'm standing on the other side of this fence, okay? So, they're going down. Catherine and Holly going down to, to be handed over to the preschool and I'm standing there and I just get this over power and urge then you're probably thinking the urge that I'm getting that's coming over me is just a feeling of just pure emotion and just like oh my god there's my little girl heading away to school for the first time like I'm overcome with that just emotion of just you know joy and also just upset that my little baby's grown up no my urge that I overcame with was I'm a comedian and I feel like being funny right now 
And like you go to yourself, Dave, no, you're a father first and foremost and secondly a comedian. In that instant, I learned, no, actually, above all else, I'm a comedian first and then I'm a dad and the rest all down there, whatever. So I'm standing there, right? Through the gate, me, a couple other dads, I've got my phone out, obviously just filming them walking down. This is a nice moment. You want to you wanna have these moments. You want to record them. You want to whatever. So I'm there. I'm filming through the gate. Kids all going in. There's a dad there and a dad beside me there. They're filming as well. Dad to the left of me just looks over at me and he goes, great moment this, isn't it? And I look at him and go, what? And he goes, oh, just your the kid heading to school on their first day. And I went, I don't have any children. Then returned to film. Now, the guy looked at me. Obviously, he does not know I'm the king of North Down. Dave Elliott, the sly guy, the comedian extraordinaire, which, by the way, never called myself that publicly before, sticking with it. And he just looked at me like, what? And I was substantially larger a man than this guy, so he couldn't really do anything about it. So to him, I just looked like a big, random pedo, just filming children. And guess what? I didn't correct him. <laughs> I just stood there, stopped filming, went and sat in the car, and then he went before Catherine came back. So he just thinks that... Who knows? But what I'm saying is I haven't been to pick her up since. So hopefully this guy will listen to this podcast. He'll see what's going on. It'll be all right. We'll get by. But I have a kid in preschool now. And it's exciting. Now, I have to point out too, it's only preschool. It's not actual school. So it's fucking stupid. No one cares. But anyway, it's nice to pretend you do. But I took the photos. I've kept them. We're going to print them. Um, or I'll put them in the mantelpiece off my own kid at the front door. Not of all the other kids going into school. Because, hey, don't need any other problems along that sort of thing but yeah it was nice we're there having a good time i felt old because of that i've got a kid going into the educational system but what i will say too it seems nice you know there's definitely a weird vibe there that i never considered to happen whereby you go to this these sort of schools and everyone like the mums on the first day you'd think they're going to a prom they were all turning up in their fancy dresses the hair's all done the makeup's First impressions last. I turned up kind of in this baby sick coloured rust hoodie with a pair of fluorescent shorts on, flip flops. I probably looked like Onslow from keeping up appearances, you know. Um, but it is what it is. I'm a, I have to teach my kids early doors. It's not how you look, it's how you act. And to be fair, my behaviour that day wasn't appropriate. So, I mean, I'm not really a good role model, but who cares? I'm old, I'm stuck in my ways, and I get angry about things. Same way as I got angry this week about everybody just seemed like everybody on social media sharing that they listened to Kanye West you know he released a new album and everyone's all sharing it being like oh Kanye Kanye hasn't made good music in like 20 years get shit now the guy needs mental help he's not a well guy you know people are like oh is music shit obviously he should be in an asylum the guy's heads away you know he needs help and this is the thing I out of principle didn't listen to any of this album because it was seven days old. You know, that's the thing. And not like when it was literally seven days long. That's how long the whole... You listen to it, it take you a week to get through that whole album. Ben was the one that said, listen to the first song. So I said, you know what, Ben, you're a good guy. I take your word on it. I trust you. You're the producer of the podcast. Let's have a listen to this song that Kanye has got. This is his brand new album, okay? Brand new album. The album's called Donda which is actually named after his late mother, um, R.I.P. And this is the first song's called Donda Chant, which I am just assume is going to be 
him, he's you know showing some serious love to his mum. But this is what it is. Danda, 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 danda. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like my three-year-old trying to get my attention to go make her breakfast. You know, if that's what Kanye did to her when she's a baby, danda, danda. For start, be like, call me mum. You wee prick. You wee self-entitled prick. But yeah, people are listening to that going, oh, it's really Kanye's back, man. Kanye's fucking... He's back. See, since his graduation albums or whatever, he's been gone. That's, that is shit. And I'm too old and I don't like new music anymore. I listen to Fleetwood Mac and I listen to Right Said Fred and that's me. Happy man. Okay? But everyone was sharing it on social media being like, but there's... Didn't like it. And another thing I've noticed people doing, they've wrecked a song of Kanye's that was good. You know that Good Morning song, Ben? Have you heard that? Where it's like just a nice wee beat. Nice tune. But people are now using that song to basically... If you're up before 7am and you're doing something inspirational, you put that tune over it. Good morning. When it's just people probably about to sea swim. Or people are, you know, just walking by themselves. You know, like just... People then will sit like... Like this, hold on. They'll sit like this, right? It'll be them um, with a wee book open and they'll be like, uh, ready, they're writing something inspirational, just thinking. They'll have time stamped it like 6.01 a.m. They'll be in a location, probably fucking Helens Bay Beach. And then it'll be just that song, good morning, good morning. The only way that song's going to be good is if it's not Kanye doing it's Liberace and behind the candelabra and it's all like, good morning. That's when I, in fact, this is the way I would like to, this would be how my timestamp photo would be. Me writing something, probably John Addict to be fair, inspirational, timestamp, date location, Kanye song with Liberace. There's some fucking real inspiration for you. Eh? Oh, I'm so angry. Ben, how long? I, I feel like I've been ranting for about 10 minutes. 15. 15 minutes of just... Ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, hoo. I'm a dancing baby. I'm so pumped. And you know what? This is the aggression I brought to my neighbour's house during the week. You know why, Ben? Because again, I'm an old man. I did for the first... In fact, the second time in my life, I went to someone's door to tell them to fucking keep the volume down. But this is the first time as a full adult, right? I was out doing... I was out doing a gig, right? I was doing a gig. This is obviously... The past week was a bank holiday weekend. So on um, the Sunday, a lot of people off on the Monday... Sunday night, I was doing a gig at the... Of course, I was at the Woodvale Festival, which, by the way, was... was It happened, okay? It's one of those things. It happened. This, pardon me, particular festival in question was the biggest stage I have ever been on in my life. This stage was like something the Rolling Stones would perform at on a tour. This was a massive stage, far too big for stand-up comedy. And then the audience was basically just... I must, I must say, maybe 20 picnic tables spread across a field of about 20 acres. Didn't make a lot of sense. Then, you know, as you come off, you're like, oh, it's fully run by paramilitaries. What an, but it was an event nonetheless. It was fine. Anyway, I'm on my way home. Late enough, wife Catherine rings me and she's like, 
there's going to be a problem. And then I was like, oh no, what, what's going to be a problem? He's like, there are people partying out the back of the house here and if it wakes the kids, I'm not going to be answerable for what I do. And I'm thinking that's the most Liam Neeson shit I've I will not be answerable for what I'll do. I'd be like, well, you're always responsible and answerable for your own behaviour, my love. So she went, don't press me or I will look for you. I will find you and I will kill you. And I said, well, what I will do is turn my car around and go back to the Woodville Festival and get par- I'll bring par- paramilitaries to shoot you. All right, so hey, do you want to play that game? I didn't, obviously, because I'm, I'm a whip guy and I'm scared of her. But we went home. And as I got home, I was like, probably a bit of a party. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It'll be knocked off. As I pull up to the street, literally hears, you know that muffled... You hear the odd, yeah, why, yeah. And I was like, oh, no, this is a full party. By this point, I'm looking at my watch. Now, I have experience as an antisocial behaviour guy, not as in a causer. In fact, you know what, fuck it, we've all been young once. I have caused antisocial behaviour, I'm a damn sure. Sorry, I'm not white as white, apart from, you know, the obvious. But... I'm there and I'm thinking, oh no, this is fine. My antisocial behaviour guy's like, hmm, it's half nine here. They've got till 11 o'clock. If the music is not knocked off at 11, you know, we're going to take the proper action. You know what the proper action is, Ben? Phone the police and the council. Report the noise to the noise control. Report the PSNI. Now, I don't want to be disrespectful to the PSNI because it's not my nature. You know if anything is out of line, I say report it to the police. Touting your neighbours, touting people. Breaching COVID restrictions, PSNI, get them. Unfortunately, there's like seven PSNI officers currently in existence and they can't do fuck all anyway. So they're, they're basically pointless, you know? Pointless. You report something to them, they don't do anything. I told you about the day, didn't I, that I saw the guy along with Bangor Marina Ben just about four in the afternoon, me driving along, wife and two girls in the car. This guy, I look across, I'm like, that guy looks like he's taking a shit. I look across, you can see the guy's full bollocks hanging down between his legs. He's shitting, you know, at the pods along the front. Just shitting there, holding on to a flower pot and just shitting. And I phoned the police and was like, guys, I don't know what to do here, but there's a full guy just shitting in front of everyone in the middle of the afternoon, trousers down, whatever. Um, And they were like, well, you know, we can't do anything about it. And I was like, well, so I can just shit where I want now, is that it? And they're like, yeah, so basically what I'm saying is, guys, do whatever you want. Break the rules, loot. Break into buildings, steal, <laughs> burgle, do whatever you like, because you're not going to get caught. And then we rant over. So I thought, you know what, I'm not going to do this. I give them until 11 o'clock, and that's it. So in my head, it'll be fine. Get in the house, get a WhatsApp from the group WhatsApp. Another reason why I'm too old. Why I'm in a group WhatsApp from my street. I'm too old. There are people of all ages in that group. <clears throat> And like somebody said in the group, they were like, um, there's an ex- there's an excessively loud party going on at number blah, I think number blah, 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 in the back, in the, in the street behind us. I have reported this online to the PSNI and I suggest you do it too. And I was like, listen, mate, with all due respect, they're not going to do anything about it. I'm not a pussy guy. If I have a problem, I'll deal with it myself. I'll send my wife around, shout at them. So I said, I would do that. So then... <clears throat> She said to me, listen, this noise is getting a bit too much. And I was like, look, kids will be kids. Leave it. It'll be fine. But then the more and more it went on and on, the more I could hear like bleating through my windows, through my castle, through the King of North Downs castle, through my head. I thought, you know what? I can't have this anymore. So it's getting closer to 11. I was like, at 11, I'm going to phone the council and make a noise complaint. Then, unfortunately for me, 
my wife decided, you know what, I am going to come down and I am going to totally emasculate you. She came halfway down the stairs, she's in her pyjamas, comes halfway down the stairs and says, if you don't go over there and get them to knock the music off, I'm going to do it. So I was like, but I now in that instant, I have no option other than I have to go around to this house. Now again, I've been, I, I'm trained in dealing with antisocial behavior. I'm trained in mediation. I know how to deal with difficult situations. However, I also know that you should never go to a house that's full of people you don't know that are there. It's a risk, it's dangerous. They could have knives, they could have nunchucks, they could have samurai swords. Again, why people in this country have summer, I don't know, but they could have it. So I'm a little bit scared of my body. You know, I don't want to be decapitated by who knows is in the house. But my wife seems to think they're all they're all kids. They're all 16, 17-year-olds. So I should be all right. No, I decide to myself, right, I'll go around. At this point, I start feeling, I'm, st- I'm, I'm buzzing a bit. You know, my adrenaline's going. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and threaten some kids here. You know, I get the same buzz as Ben gets, you know, when he, he likes his friends' photos of their kids on Facebook. Oh, I like that. That's what I was feeling. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go around there. Now, I couldn't just go around with what I was wearing because of just the jeans and the T-shirt on. So I thought, I'm going to have to put a coat on. So I put a black coat on, put a black hat on, put one of my COVID masks on and walked around and knocked the door. No answer. When I walked around, there was a sign up saying party at the back. And I was like, oh, no. There's going to be no party on my watch, not whenever the kids are there, because I should actually point out, the straw that broke the camel's back was Holly woke up out of her bed, and when she wakes up, she doesn't go back to sleep again, and then she's grumpy the next day, and it's my day round. So I had to go round, went round, knocked the door, no answer. I could hear them dancing and singing to Justin Bieber, which made me think, probably don't have a samurai sword, I'll probably be all right, but I battered the door anyway, battered it, battered it. Eventually, some young boy came, must have been like 16, 17, the door. And he's like, hello. And again, I realised at this point, I probably look like a paramilitary. I've got a black coat on, black hat on, I'm wearing a mask. And again, I wanted to say something to him, like, you know, here, man, can you keep the music down? But you have to be, you know, you have to be authoritarian. You have to be aggressive. You have to get your point across. So when he opened the door, I said, look, people in the street back there are not happy with this party. You need to turn that music off. Otherwise, the next knock at the door will not be as friendly as this one. If you know what I mean. Now, when I said that, what I meant was, I'll phone the police and the noise control and they'll come out and test you. But what that sounded like was like, if you don't knock your music in here, I'll come back and put your windows in. Which the guy doesn't know who I am. Which, I mean, what 16 or 17 year old does? Probably people are listening to shitter podcasts than this, but we'll not worry about that. He turned the music off straight away. There was no issue with it. I disappeared off into the night, literally like a, a paramilitary. And now, since then, I've joined the UDA and this is what I do. I just go around and knock windows. I've told you, I'm leaving my job. I'm not leaving my job to be a full-time comedian. I'm leaving my job to be a paramilitary. It pays well. There you go. But I felt old. I felt now I'm at the age where I have to go around and tell kids to stop having parties. No one fine well when I was their age. I was doing the exact same. But that's growing up. Sometimes, you know, the hunter becomes the gamekeeper. Isn't that what they say, Ben? You know? I don't know if that's the actual saying or if the... uh, like they say, the inmates are running the asylum. That's kind of it. I'm now an old guy responsible for my kids' sleep and also my wife not kicking the shit out of me. So I had to do it. Had to go around. Had to tell them off. They stopped the music and that's it. And you know what's going to have to happen now? I'm probably going to have to go around and tell their mum they had a party and if she ever goes on holiday again, I will have to probably put their windows in. Seriously. But there you have it. That was what I was getting up to this week. I'm stressed out. I feel like I've been too aggressive again. I'm bringing in energy just... 
Oh, to this podcast. I'm like Tom Jones there. Oh. I feel I'm going to go start going around threatening people after this podcast. I'm so fucking amped. Is this too aggressive? Is this too aggressive? Is this too aggressive? Am I too aggressive? I've been I've been called too aggressive before. I don't care. I'm, I I am a door knocker. Mother, I'm a door knocker, cock sucking guy, and I'm not. I'm not either. I don't know. I thought that rhymed. You know, I thought I was gonna say I'm a door knocker, cock sucker, but it doesn't really rhyme. I'm a slobber knocker, door knocker. I don't know. Knocker and knocker doesn't rhyme. I'm not an MC. What I am is an angry guy with a low IQ and a lot of adrenaline going around his body. I shouldn't punch a desk. Ben will get cross because I punched the desk before and it sounds fucking stupid. Ben, how long have I been ranting for here? 25 minutes. 25 minutes, right? Fuck this. Let's get on to something else. Ulster Hall tickets. Guess what, Ben? Why am I Why am I shouting? It's a pick. Is this, is this too loud? Why am I? Why am I? Oh, I need a time out here. Jeez. Balcony's nearly opened. Froster Hall tickets are selling really well. We shouldn't pour water in my face now. I'm cooling down. Maybe I'm having a heart attack. Imagine, imagine that. Imagine this was the moment that I just died. See, I've said this before, Ben. If it happens, keep recording. Keep recording. <sighs> because James Corden would. That rhymes recording and court. There we go. Does my face look wet? More your t-shirt. Oh no. I shouldn't have bent down there too because my hair will be wet and I'll be super bald. T-shirt's wet. Imagine someone just looks at the podcast at this point and is like, That's, uh, he has been so ag- aggressive, this is how much he's sweated. Ben, I'm just going to look into this camera now so you can get a clip of this of just like, you can edit this and just be like, put this is going to be the clip to promote this week's podcast, just this guy's... Yeah, and use that. Ah, my nose isn't very clear, is it? Anyway, the balcony is nearly open in the Ulster Hall because tickets are selling really well. I don't know what's been going on this last while, but people are really wanting to come and see this damn show. I think it's the news that's coming out that it's going to happen. It's going to happen on the 17th of December, and you can still get your tickets. Now, I can't say the link is in my social media bio, because it isn't, because my show that's coming up on the 19th of September... The special, if you want to call it, the best of bits that aren't going into the... I'm going to die. That aren't going into the Pillow Talk show are going to be in that show. So please come to that. It's There's only a small amount of tickets. The Patreons have mostly snapped them up. So if you want to get the last remaining tickets, get on there. It's in my bio on Instagram, Dave Elliott Comedy. You can go on there, find that. Ben, I'll put the wee handle down here. Dave Elliott Comedy on Instagram. Get it out and about and get the get the ticket spot to that show on the 19th and to the Ulster Hall. But they're selling well. I feel like I'm coming down now, Ben, after that just over the top. I don't know what it was this week. Just just, just a psyched up guy. I'm just so pumped this week. Just go and see me on Ulster Hall. Come and see me in the limelight. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a wee break from um, this podcast now to read a few sponsors this week. Sly Guy Podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Bebe Adriano's Mexicanos in Bangor 
Brilliant. It's a multi-award winning burrito bar in High Street in Bangor where you can get burritos, burrito bowls, fajitas, and if you're a physique guy like me, you can also get salads. So it's there. You can choose from any of their fillings, whether you're a vegetarian or you just like all the meat, like chili con carne, beef, pulled chicken, pork, pulled also. You can get what you want. They have a wide range of delicious box meals. The trademark dirt box is half chips, half rice, chicken, chili con carne, beef, pulled pork, peppers, onions, tomato salsa, sweet corn salsa, and cheese sauces. Cheese sauces of your choice. Hey, you motherfucker, they got those fucking cheese sauces for you if you want as well. You motherfucking want a bagel? They ain't got no bagels, but you can go somewhere fucking New York Deli and get a bagels. Bagels, I can't even speak. You can suck my cock. Um, and, of course, the dirty... Speaking of sucking my cock, you get the dirty fucking cock and cow box, which is marinated steak, Mexican chicken, fries, sweet potato fries, peppers, and onions, tomato and corn salsa, lettuce with a saucier choice. And I always go for smoked paprika because I'm a said before I'm a cocksucker. For 10% off your first order, download the Bad Bad Dreams app or give them a ring on 02891 That's 02891-479988. Say you heard about it here in the Sly Guy podcast and Davey sent you. And guess what? Bebe Adrianos is delighted to announce that they're opening up a sister business and that's not a business where you can go and acquire yourself a sister that you don't have what that is is another food establishment and this business is called fat bastard burger which i hope i hope and i pray has not been inspired by the sponsorship in this podcast i hope they're not getting at me but it looks delicious. They're going to have the best burgers in town, so to say. And I mean, there are some stiff competition in Bangor because there's some great burger joints in Bangor. Big shout out to A&E Burger Revolution because I have a lot of respect and I love their burgers. But yeah, Fat Bastard Burger is coming in September. You better watch out for that, baby. The Slag Out Podcast is also brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt waist grooming. It's back to school time. Why Manscaped? <laughs> Why is this the read? It's back to school time and we want to make sure that you pack the essentials this year. I mean, imagine that. You want a new school bag, new pencil case, a new blazer and a shave dick and balls. You know, that's that's what you're bringing to school. You're going to, and I'm going to say this, you're going into upper sixth because then you're of a legal age where we can talk about your dick and balls. You're going to upper sixth with your new kickers, your nice... Pencil case, I've said, you've got your kickers, your new school bag, a nice, sleek school bag, and just a smooth cock and balls. Show that to your form teacher and say, what do you think of that, fuck's sake? And they'll hopefully say to you, put your dick and balls away. Otherwise, they're they're liking people's pictures with their kids at the front door. Um, The Manscaped fourth generation performance package is just... Manscaped. The Manscaped 4th Generation Performance Package is just what you need to get term ready. Guys, please. This includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Fellas going for the valedictorian of the ball trimming and join the 2 million men worldwide that trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com with the code SLAGUY at checkout. That's all caps, SLAGUY at checkouts. Listen, you know what? Some of us hit puberty late. Some of us hit puberty early you know and I wish we had Manscaped back in the day because when I hit puberty I think I was 10 I think I was one of the first ones in my secondary school sorry grammar school come on who am I kidding to have pubes and I actually remember 
um, having to take one of my dad's old big razors to my um, pubes, my leg hair, my face hair, my armpit hair, all at once with no cream, just to hide the fact that I was going through something natural. Because all my other mates were wee pubeless fucks, and I'm just sitting here, you know, having to shave using a big razor, and these guys are all just, you know, cleanly shaven without even being shaved. They're just prepubescent guys. I'm there looking the odd one out because when we're getting changed in the changing rooms, they're all running about with their wee pink peckers, and I have just a big grey schlong with no pubes on it. You know what I mean? That was the giveaway sign. All these guys running about looking like we 11-year-olds. Me looking 43 with a big piece. What's sly is when I was in school, I had the biggest dick in town for a short period of time until other people had puberty. And then over the years, it's kind of like my, my dick's a wee bit like the Amazon rainforest. It used to be huge, majestic. You know, it used to draw people in. It used to People used to come from far and wide to see it. And now it's just, you know, being deforested. It's just a wreckage. The monkeys don't want to live there anymore, and it's just a really sad story. So, basically, what I'm saying if you want your dick to look bigger, shave your pubes off, use Manscaped code Sly Guy, check out, it's all good. And the Sly Guy podcast is, as always, brought to you in association with Modest Bear. Um, if you're keen to know more about Modest Bear, there's lots to find out. They're working on lots of things at the minute, very, very cloak and dagger, very sneaky. But there's lots of new beers coming out. Go on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Modest Beer, or visit their website www.modestbeer.co.uk to find out your nearest stockist. Shouldn't pour that water over myself. I feel like it's really giving me a weird look. Like people are gonna be worried about me. I think after this episode, Ben, but I don't care. Be worried. I went to the dentist today, and here's the thing. See, when I was at the dentist, they injected my mouth with something. I didn't ask what it was, didn't care what it was, they injected it. So what I'm saying is see people who don't want to get their vaccines. Just, like, dig them in the face and make them go to the dentist and then give them their vaccine like that, because I'll not say no to that, because teeth are really fucking sore now. Anyway, we are very close to having the, 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 the 200th review on the podcast, Ben. And I know you're weirdly really trying to push for me to to go through with my word as to what I said I would do if I get the 200 reviews so guys yeah let just know that if I get the 200 reviews you know it won't just be Marilyn Manson getting his ribs he's already got his ribs out apparently I'll, I'll be doing it as well Um. anyway listeners questions Sharon has said which movie is better Grease or Grease 2 what's funny is that I, a lot of people say Grease I just don't want my wife up say Grease and I get a lot of joy out of that She's like, stop saying Grease, it sounds perverted. And I'm like, well, guess what? Newsflash, I am Grease. But which movie's better, Grease or Grease 2? You know what? I haven't seen Grease 2. Don't remember ever seeing Grease. I All I remember is thinking, in fact, I watched Grease recently. And I remember watching it and thinking, this is shit. Why do people love us so much? So I'm going to say Grease 2 is probably just more of the same shit. But I'm going to say that both the movies are shit. Grease is shit, Grease 2 is shit. But if you're looking to sell an argument here, Sharon, and I want to give it to you, I want to give you the answer, I'm going to say the better movie is Grease 2. There you go. Argument settled. Naomi has said the next series of Cobra Kai looks interesting. For a start, I'm not a fucking loser. Don't watch Cobra Kai. So don't know what that's about, but it's about children doing karate. White adults want to watch children. I don't know. Go like your friend's photos. Um, but let's see. Poundland worker with one arm. Hurls suspected Jaffa Cake thief out of shop. A suspected thief was thrown out of a poundland with his trousers down and a karate kick by one arm. Why is his trousers down? 
The incident sparked chaos in Sheffield city centre. Footage showed a man in a grey tracksuit sprawled out on the floor after being accused of stealing Jaffa cakes. Again, why is his trousers down? One shop worker pushed him to the ground with such force that his trousers came down. That's impactful. Oh, I love this. Revealing his bum to the fellow customers. <laughs> he then grabbed by the scruff of the neck by another shop worker who appears only to have one arm. Now, this has not been verified. The guy may have just been doing a real deep scratch at the time and then had to jump into action. Just what bollocks. Um, as the suspected thief continues to protest, the shop worker, who is here to help, printed in the back of his uniform, karate kicks him, puts him in a headlock and throws him to the ground. I love that. Let's actually watch this clip if I can and make sure this is muted. I mean, the guy slamming him to the ground does look like me. Fat guy with a beard just slam. I mean, to be fair, yeah, there's a guy with one arm just dragging him by the collar out of the shop. I mean, why is his pants down? There's no need for his, his full piece to be out. But yeah, he's been thrown out for Nick and Jaffa cakes. You should just go, mate, you know, just go. But I mean, that's, that is overly aggressive from the staff. Now, again, we don't know what's gone before then because, oh, the karate kick's superb. What a strike. I mean, you should put a guy down at the karate kick if you're going to do that. But yeah, um, that was a good story. Thanks for sharing that with me. Um, John just said, are you feeling back in the swing of things with your gigs? Or do you feel like you've you've a bit to go to get match fit? You know what? I feel like I need more time to just go over my stuff. The gigs are coming thick and fast. They're good, they're enjoyable, but I just want to have more time to work on my actual set. And I need to get physically fitter as well because... Sometimes I'm exhausted just doing like three nights of gigs, you know, so I want to get physically fitter. You're the man to sort me. We're getting there, though. I will be peak physique by the time I get to Ulster Hall. Don't worry about that. Um, Daniel Donahue says, hey, Dave, question for the podcast. I'm still in hospital for my Crohn's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it made me laugh. Um, and I'm wondering how you pass the time, plus my TV is broke. I mean, listen, you're not having a good time with it, mate, are you? What I would say to do to pass your time is... You know what? I'll tell you what, this sounds sly that I laughed there. Why I laughed is because when I was reading a question, I just saw, plus my TV is broke, mate, and that's how I read it in my head. Like, as if it's bad enough that you're not feeling well, you have to be in hospital, and your Crohn's are playing up and I feel for you, man. I really hope you're feeling better soon. But the fact, plus my TV is broke, mate, can't watch me telly. Stuck in here, fucking fuck all to do, mate. I'm bored. Mentality's broke. <laughs> Made me laugh. Um, what I think you should do is just honestly go over to Patreon and listen to the other 78 episodes of the bonus podcast and all the other stuff we've got over there. That's what I would do to pass my time is listen to myself. Um, other than that, what you would do is... Um, I don't know. Maybe make some sort of... You know, listen to me. Like, Good morning. What I would do is just maybe write some some of your feelings down as to how you're coping with it. Maybe, you know, you turn that into something. Offer people who have Crohn's some, you know, advice as to how to deal with what you're going through. Write your feelings, just jot it down. Maybe make it into something. If you're not into that, that's fine. Kieran Bartlett can fuck himself. He has just said, Arsenal, discuss. Kieran, Arsenal are, you know what, I'm an Arsenal fan, but I fucking hate Arsenal. I'm sitting here today... Arsenal are bottom of the table, they've played three games, lost all three, they're rotten, the club is rotten from the owners right down, the fuck, Edu is a shit guy, Mikel Arteta doesn't know his 
fucking arse from his elbow. His hair's good, yes, but he, he doesn't know a consistent team. It's shit. See, ever since we got sold the dream of moving to this Emirates Stadium, we've been mugged off the most expensive season tickets, the most expensive food, the most expensive drinks. We've got this big fucking massive stadium and the shittest fucking team in all-time history to play in it. They're a fucking disgrace. Kronka needs to sell. He needs to get out. He needs to get rid of Edu, get rid of Arteta, get rid of half that squad. And fucking just... Stop giving me hope. Just stop giving me hope. Arsenal fans are the worst. Arsenal fan TV is the worst. All these people, we should be, we shouldn't. We're shit. We're run by a bunch of fucking cowboys and we are shit. And that's what we should start to expect. We're a middle of the table team at best. Look at Blackburn Rovers. They won the league and they're like, where are they now? League one? Or the championship? Who even cares? They're shit anyway. But that's what Arsenal are like. They're a badly run club and I hate them. Yet to keep releasing the beauty kits, and I fucking buy it every year like an idiot, funding this shit machine where all the fans are just paying all this stupid money over the top to give it to Stan Kroenke, the billionaire bastard. Silent Stan, suck my dick. Kieran, also fuck you for asking me. Oh, I've just come down from being raging, and now I'm raging again. Jimmy Harrison said, "Ever TP'd someone's crib, and then sent a photo, which just rethrow loads of like." tissue no i haven't done it just with like a roll of tissue but i have actually taken a basin of water and a load of, of rolls of tissue and dipped it in and just thrown it in my neighbor's house thinking that he wouldn't see it he saw it i had to go clear it up it was a lot of fun it gave me a real buzz i felt alive um phil says what's your opinion on james corden thrusting his pelvis at traffic in the name of producing a movie is it vomit inducing or is it vomit inducing you know what James Corden's a weird guy because, like, <sighs> Gavin and Stacey's really good, but he just seems like a really annoying guy. You know, everything he does is just, like, cringe or something, but yet the guy's making mills. He's rolling on dubs, and he's just living the dream. You know, he's an inspiration to fat guys like me everywhere. Big respect to Corden, but yes, it is vomit-inducing. But listen, it's viral, isn't it? And that's all that matters nowadays. Virals numbers likes and shares on social media that's what really matters you can have all the talent in the world and the skill that you want but all that really matters is the people view your videos online that's all it comes down to and that's why the world is shit all right viral social media shit and that's all i've got ben how long have i been talking i don't have any more i'm done i'm done this week giving it all I'm leaving here exhausted. I can't give any more. Rate and review the podcast, guys. If you like it, share it. You know, you you share plenty of other shit podcasts, so why not share a good one, hey? Fuck yous. Bye. I'm the slack guy.